You are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. As always, thank you for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. You can find previous episodes there. They are podcastable and you can listen at them. Listen to them at your leisure. And I want to encourage people to do that because today, happy Mother's Day to everyone that is listening out there in the My Talk world. And of course, happy Mother's Day to our two experts that are in today from ClearStep Financial, Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik. Seifser is here this morning. <laughs> hello, hello. Happy hello. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, Miss Shannon, and all the mothers. Thank you very much, everyone. So in case some people are on their way to Mother's Day brunch as we are doing Mm -hmm. this live, we encourage them to listen back to it later. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We all celebrate as we should. You know, we should. And the thing that, you know, you even when we were talking just before we went live, ladies, we were talking about all of the things you don't necessarily know, not only as a mom, but as a mother and a woman Mm -hmm. about your finances sometimes. Because we are very blessed to be in relationships, and hopefully, lots of our my talkers are successfully relationed out there. <laughs> yes. um, but there's a lot of things that sometimes you go, "I'm so focused on this part of the relationship, or I'm focused on family that yeah. we don't spend the time as women knowing about our finances." Mm-hmm. Right. And so I thought that that was really interesting what you were talking about about maybe this is good information to just have in the back of your mind, right? But also a good reason for you to have. An expert and an mm-hmm. advisor that can talk you through all of these things because there are certain things in your life that you are great at. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't have to be great at everything, though. But right. we try to do that as women and as moms, particularly right. like I should know this. I've got this. We right. do. Yeah. Right. We right. do. And I think there are certain things that people are going to come to you for because they know that that's your area of, of expertise or you have experience in. But there are certain things that you may not know even where to start. Right. And so I think sometimes we just avoid it completely because it's this huge, overwhelming unknown. Well, the other thing, too, is that mothers, if you think about it, have a job 24 hours a day. Yes. It's not something you can take off and think about things. Mm -hmm. And so it's you're on all the time. It's a very other centered uh, job. Mm-hmm. Lifetime job, mm-hmm. which is part of the history of why you both got into financial advising, That's if I true. remember correctly. And the yep. whole reason why you decided that it may, it was important to have a family related but female driven financial right. advising company. Right. Women mm-hmm. can be very are very good advisors. They're very oriented toward the other person who they're helping, very giving, listening, very good listeners. So it's a very it's a wonderful industry for women to it be is. in. It's a, it is a great career. It's a great career that you can merge your family and, and work and have a balance in a sense. So right. we did we did a show last year, I think, on Mother's Day also, right. really talking about this as a career path for women. And Definitely. it really can be. It can be a great career path. Yes. So if there are women out there that have an interest and an inclination to finance, we're happy to have a conversation with you about it. Just reach out to us. Go to clearstepfinancial.com. And, and it could be something just part-time, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are busy, again, with the kids and the family. Uh, but it could be something that they could start part time, and that's one things one of the things that we offer. Mm-hmm. And we also encourage you to be part of the Mom Show. You can call and talk to our two experts that are in studio today. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And Cassandra, I know you brought in some very special 
confusion that is very mom-centric today. (laughs) It is. We Mm want to talk about uh, finances, but as it pertains to moms and all these different, we'll call them seasons of motherhood. Right. Whether it's you're a first-time mom and you're just just figuring all that out in life, or maybe you've got teenagers and there's other different specific things to think about, or they're going off to college. Maybe now they're gone. Maybe now you're empty nesters. Maybe now you have grandkids and there's yes, retirement yes, on the that's horizon. That's where I'm at. Right? I know. Can you speak to any one, of that? My last one just, just graduated Congratulations. from college on yep, Friday. Congratulations, so David. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> congratulations. You like you just you. finished a yeah. marathon, Carla. Well done. I know. I know. I feel like it. That you know? was her last of five. I have five so, kids. And, oh, my goodness. Yep. So he's the last. So it's uh, on to other things. But then you have the grandchildren. And a lot of us mothers, especially mothers that are a little older are torn between the two generations right Right. i have my mother and father that are still living and then i have my children and then grandchildren so we're torn there's a lot of you you and you're working full-time and then you're working (laughs) full-time right in fact a kind of funny story i um i'm not gonna see my mother today and so on Friday, I thought, okay, should I send her flowers? Do you think she'll like them? Yeah, she's a businesswoman. She was she was a businesswoman. Now she can hardly see. Um, so I didn't know if she would really respond well to the flowers. So right. I thought, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a risk. <laughs> I'm going to take a step. I could get a phone call and say, why did you do this? Or I could get a phone call and say, you know what? Thank you. So I did it Saturday morning. Uh, she called me and I took the call. I, 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 <laughs> just, I didn't put it on. <laughs> you didn't send it to voicemail. <laughs> I actually took the call. I thought, oh boy, what is she going to say to me? And she said, Carla, thank you for allowing me to be your mother. Oh, And she said, thank oh. you for the flowers. And they're right here. And they smell so wonderful. And I oh. said, phew, phew. <laughs> she, it was positive. But sometimes as mothers, we do take those risks, right? We do. Yeah. Uh, and we're torn between a lot of things in life. And some of you women out there have never given birth, but are mothers in many capacities. In spirit right. and with in family and, and, and all the roles yeah. that we do in life. And mm-hmm. some mothers are alone today. Yes. And happy Mother's Day. And sometimes it just takes uh, some of us to just reach out to other people at, at yeah. you know today mm-hmm. just to help people to feel good about the day and to be recognized today. Mm-hmm. Which Absolutely. is exciting. You can reach out to us again. The number is 651-641-1071. And so when we were talking about, so again, Carla, you mentioned that this is right. uh, applicable to a lot of people, but we right. are focusing it through the lens of this right now right. of a mom. Right. But if you need help extrapolating how this would work for you, that's another good reason to call and either right. talk to us today or follow up later by going to clearstepfinancial.com. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yes. If anyone has questions, it's, please call. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, we've we've sat down now over the last couple years here with so many my talkers specifically but just our clients in general but it's so what i love and what i get so much joy from is just helping the people go through whether it's just a single mom that's divorced and now trying to figure it out on her own or couples that are trying to have those conversations and trying to where are we at are we going to be able to retire is this going to happen concerned about that are we on track are we saving enough when should we be taking social security people have so many questions but just by sitting down a couple times it is so fun to see people get excited say okay now i can see this i understand this they can ask all the questions that are really specific to their concerns and their situations 
And once we can see their picture, we can give them those specific right. answers and say, this is exactly, this is the thing I would recommend doing, but you have a few right. options. Well, it's like going on a vacation. If yeah. you don't have a plan or a map mm-hmm. and you go on vacation, you're really going to be lost unless that's your plan right. is to be lost. <laughs> right. right. Some people, that's okay. They're like, just go with the wind. Right. Go the with the wind. wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. But once you have a plan in retirement, whether you're right there or whether you're planning or whether you're, it's tomorrow. Uh, having a plan just gives you peace of mind and secure feeling. Oh, it knowing is. It's such a have, relief for so many people. Yeah. You can just see that. Well, yeah. we so are going to neat. get into some general advice, but before we do that, I want to remind everyone that Securities Advisory Services are offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. So Thanks. as we go through today, you were going to put it in four blocks, basically. Mm-hmm. So what's the right. first stage we well, want to talk about? Well, the first stage is just when you're becoming that parent, when you find out you're pregnant, right? right? And then... There's all these emotions and things. So we wanted to talk about um, Market Watch just put out an article here this last week in preparation for Mother's Day. Right. And they surveyed right. all these uh, mothers who had gone through at least several years of mothering right. at this point yeah. and asked them, what were some of the mistakes that you feel like you maybe made financially when you first became parents? Right. Oh, and so yes. we thought that would yeah. maybe be a good tip for those <laughs> first time parents out there. Or maybe you're a grandparent and you want to pass some of this right. on or you right. have a sister or somebody or a brother that they're having a child. So right. There are a number of things that they talked about, but one of them was just that they said they were overspending on things that they really didn't need to. That was one of the biggest things that their budget just kind of went all over the place. Kid-related things, like when you get in that that nesting phase. You think you need so much and you really don't. All babies need is really mother and... Food and love, yeah, diapers. You don't need all of the, the the bottle warmers. Right. You don't need mm-hmm. every variety of right. swaddling blanket or every single mm-hmm. you know different variety of, of cars. They pay, right. basically right. live in the baby carrier <laughs> or on you. Right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so that was one of the biggest things is that they wish they would have kind of reined in some of that excessive spending. And then sixteen percent of mothers said that they. They continued to spend on some of the non-necessities right. and they wish they would have kind of changed some of their spending that way. Oh, Good like the points. eating out, some of the right. eating out things right. and things that they realized later that I probably didn't need to do that as much. They kind of yeah. kept some habits of theirs consistent in life, even though they're having this big life changing event. So and I think there can be some balance there. That's what I tell people yes. is that you have to in your budget. You, you don't want to cut everything out that you find enjoyment in doing. Mm-hmm. But there has to be a balance. And if you're reaching towards some certain financial goals right now and you're trying to free up money, then what I tell people is put in your budget your spending money. Whatever that is, though, but be strict about it. And and that's what you do. And there can be a lot of freedom in having those goals and boundaries. There can be freedom in boundaries. So I encourage people set those boundaries and then stick to them. And then you can find a lot of pride and and you feel good about yourself when you stick to those goals and keep yourself right. on track and you can still choose to purchase this or this right based on your budget right or save your spending money up for a couple months and make right. that bigger splurge right. so, perfect well yeah. we are going to give some other great advice when we come back from break what are we going to cover next ladies well the next thing we're going to go through is just a couple more key things on those new parents all right and we'll also take your questions here at the mom show the number is 651-641-1071 we'll be right back with cassandra and carla from clearstepfinancial and momstalkmoney.com
Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon in studio from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier, Carla Zevnik Seifer, thank you very much for joining us again. Thank yes, you for especially thank since you. you're in yes, on absolutely. Mother's Day. Yes. And one of the things we were talking about um, is reminding people why it's okay to get a financial advisor, especially mm-hmm. like I was so glad when you guys signed on to the Mom Show because. <laughs> We and I've said this before, we live in the world of celebrity pop culture chat yes. here in my talk. And mm-hmm. so our my talkers are accustomed to the Kim Kardashians of the world having right. a financial advisor. Right. But they are not always accustomed to getting one for themselves right. and knowing why it is appropriate right. for Susan in right. Apple Valley. Right. To have a financial <laughs> and advisor. There is a Susan out there. I'm sure. There? You know, and and you know, just remembering that. There's a reason why these people are successful, but you can be successful too. Mm -hmm. And that means arming yourself with people who have resources and talent and information. And that's what you guys provide to your clients. There was someone, someone made a comment just this last week that said, uh, I am, I wish we would have met with someone sooner, but I'm glad we're doing it now. Right. Right. Because we still have some time. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it does just, you know, free you up from stressing out about things that you shouldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much information out there, especially right. regarding your finances, that you're going, should I be worried about this? Like mm-hmm. I brought up this example right. that, you know, I, you know, my little, my, my gamified investment account that I have. Because <laughs> Carla, I, you can look at me funny. Cassandra already teased me about this. Yeah. So I, I have this thing that I'm like, it's, it's, it's yeah. called stash. It was this thing yeah. that we found. And I'm just like, well, let's see how that works. Right. Yeah. Um, but they sent me an email about what was going on with the potential tariffs that are going into oh, place and whether right. we should panic. Right. And that's just, I think, is yep. very true yep. that I am at that point where I'm going, well, I don't have to panic because if I was supposed to panic, right. Cassandra would tell me. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, and that's part of it is right. that we shoulder the responsibility. We shoulder mm-hmm. the guidance and direction. It's like having a coach right next to you right. to help guide and direct you through the plan. Right. But that is, I mean, it's a good point. What I will say is that we are still, it's good for people to know where we are, right. not that they right. should be scared, but that they do need to know we are still in the longest bull market that we've right. seen. I mean, in the markets now, what's going on is most things look back 10 years when right. they give you performance numbers. And right. so most performance numbers out there now look really good. And the thing is, is that it may right. not be a realistic expectation because at some point we know there has to be another recession. Right. right. That's just natural. It happens. Right. It's historically that's going to happen and right. we know it will continue to and it, it has to. Right. And so we know that's going to happen. But it's mm. also important, depending on where you're at, how you handle that is really important. Right. So don't be too overconfident right. in the markets because they will go up and down. We will have corrections. We will have recessions mm-hmm. in a retirement. Once someone does get retirement, the average amount of recessions that we have is around five. Okay. In a retire. So once you're retired, let's say you're 60, 65, 70, 75, whatever you're retired and you may be retired as long as you have worked. So you may be retired 30 plus years. So, it, the average five recessions that you will experience. Now, recession, remember, is a 20% drawdown okay. at least for six months. Could mm-hmm. be 20 to 50%. So like what in we an saw 08. in December was not a recession. No, okay. that was a correction. But okay. how many people were nervous when they opened right. up their statements right. at the end of the year and said, right. okay, 
I lost some money here. And right. for a lot of people, it was significant right. if you had a nice account size, right? So, and that was not what we're talking about. We're right. talking about something on a larger right. scale than that. Right. We will have corrections. You can't be afraid of corrections. You have to allow mm-hmm. your investments to go up and down with corrections. If it's too much of a swing, then do get maybe more of a balanced account instead of growth. But I find people that as they get closer to retirement, they get too conservative too fast. Okay. And that's not good either because you, again, you may be living in retirement as long as you have worked. So we have to be able to outpace inflation. Mm -hmm. Which brings us back to what we were talking about today, especially as a parent. It probably makes you more conservative once you get to that point is that I'm thinking about how can I... It's it's kind of a double edged yep, sword sometimes. where I'm trying to make sure that I have right. So I want to make sure that things are taken care of now. Right. But I'm trying to think of what do I leave as a legacy. Yep. So I, you know, it really does worry me that maybe I'm being too aggressive mm-hmm. on, on some of my. And I've had people actually say that. Well, now I have kids. Now I don't want to take on as much risk right. out right. there. So right. there can be a balance. There can be a balance too in that yep. maybe. We carve out this money and we're just a little bit more growth with this money over here. And this money is positioned more for quite a bit down the road. Right. And then we have other monies that are more positioned in a shorter time frame. I mean, there are lots of different ways to make it. I mean, ultimately, though, it's got to make sense to you also. You have to be comfortable. You've got to be comfortable. There's there's us who we can say. Logically and from the numbers and from our recommendations, this is what we would do. It also has to make sense to you, though, because there's that emotional component and you've got to be able to sleep at night. Right. You have to be able to be comfortable with the plan. And I know we talked about when your kids were younger. So before we move into the 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 teen years and such, what else should I as a parent maybe look into as I'm trying to determine what my well, Financial one, one of the key things, and I hope my son is listening, the, <laughs> the middle son, we okay. had this conversation, is that life insurance is so important when you have, when you're preparing to have a family or you have a family. It's so important to have the appropriate amount of life insurance. People don't realize how much things cost if one of the breadwinners passes away and dies. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Whether it be the mother who's not working, she still has value. She has a lot of value and it's expensive to have family daycare or whatever else that you need. If Mm -hmm. if that mother passes away at the same time, if the father passes away and that person's the breadwinner there, you know, you usually take at least 10 to 15% times your income. So let's say you make a hundred thousand times 10, at least a million to a million and a half, some permanent life insurance and some term on top of that while the kids are going through school and other things right. that Thank you, you Carla. money for. One of the things you had brought up, Cassandra, is that sometimes when you're looking at that mix is going, well, can you build wealth quickly enough or fast enough to make up for what would happen if you were gone versus paying for insurance? Right. And that's really it's it's not that you can't, but unless you're making quite a bit of money and saving quite a bit of money every month, it would be unlikely that you would be able to because if you so, for example, my husband and I both had life insurance before we got married, then we got married and then we were pregnant within a month or so. And so then then it's like you're scrambling because then we realized, okay, we have nowhere near enough life insurance now to right. cover if something happened to one of us. Because it could even, I have no stories right. where it happened while the woman was pregnant, her right. husband passes away, know. right? right. So you, you don't even want to wait till you have the baby. Things right. can even happen. Dur- so 
I would even say before you get married, if we right. would have really been thinking, we would have really upped <laughs> yeah. it at that point. <laughs> right. But anyway. Well, you had some, though. You, you each had some. We did each have some. Insurance. But what I would say is then we looked at, okay, right. what, you really what would need. make us really comfortable. But what's interesting, I look back, at that was almost 10 years ago now. And it seemed like a lot then. And it doesn't seem like a lot now. Isn't that funny? Yeah. The cost of things. Just think of one or two children. That's why people have less children today, too. They'll look at the cost of of care, Mm -hmm. of food, of education, all the clothing. Yeah. And then you've got college expenses. So there's a lot of costs there. That's why it's important. So that's why, yeah, you want to have some kind of money there. And what I'll say is that um, life insurance in general just got a little bit cheaper. It did. Because in 2017, they brought yes. up some new table rates and so forth. Again, right. life expectancy has been good. People are living so longer. They just <laughs> Congratulations that into, to us. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that just went into effect this year. It's just being implemented by insurance carriers. So if you have any old policies, so, it's and good this to is review. what I was going to say. I've been reviewing certain policies for people that they got even 20, 25, 30 right. years ago, and yeah. they're getting really good rates. Yeah. Yeah. with new policies now right. where that's not always the case. Or they might be paying less and be able oh, to get more like half as much protection. I've had people be yeah. able to pay half as much for right. even more insurance than they had. Yeah. Wow. It's Good interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we all have homework this week. Go out there and get life insurance. <laughs> and <laughs> we are going to cover some more interesting uh, financial advice for all the moms and the my talkers out there. And what are we going to hit when we get back, Cassandra? Well, we got a few more things for the new parents, but then we got to jump into the teenage years in college, and that's oh, going to be fun. fun. All right. Fun. We'll also take your calls. The number six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back on the Mom Show. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon in studio from Clear Step Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Two of my favorite moms, Cassandra Brazier and Carla zemnick Sipser. We have such a good time when you guys are in, uh, ladies. And, <laughs> yes. and I just want to remind people that because they go, oh, we're talking about finances. And we're like, that's boring. No, it's not. It's actually <laughs> it's it's empowering. It's, it's empowering. It it's exciting to talk about all these things and to talk about the amazing what ifs, if mm-hmm. you can be financially free right yeah. do you know that most women in their life sometime will be in charge of their finances ah, mm-hmm. most women over 80 90 percent mm-hmm. of all women will have that responsibility someday so it's really good to get that information and keep open ears on the topic perfect and mm-hmm. before we get in i know we have a couple of things to wrap up on if you have younger kids or you're becoming a new parent before mm-hmm. we get into the teenage years which right. i am oh, it, exhausting thinking about well it. you know there's a if i can step in here there's a lot of grandparents out there that i deal with that are retired that really as soon as the grandchild or multiple grandchildren are born they want to set up those 529 plans mm-hmm. enough. for the college yeah. education they're they're important so if you're lucky to have a grandparent that is interested in that that's wonderful but i also say set up the uniform transfer to minors account as well because you don't want all their birthday money and christmas money and everything to go into their 529 plan Give them some flexibility to those. <laughs> Atmas are good too. They're more flexible. Right. We they, call those Atmas. Right. Okay. Uniform transfer to minors account. They're gifts to the children. So it's their money when they're 20, anywhere 18. from 18 to 21. It's usually 18. It's the age majority in okay. the state. Right. In Minnesota, it's 18. Right. So Other that's states. a good way to put in there if they go, hey, who's buying me a car? It's like, no, I've been putting money away. Right. right. <laughs> or, or this is your money. Exactly. And we're putting it away. And yes. here it is. Mm-hmm. And you can use that, whatever's there. That's, right. that's their that's money. It. <laughs> you know, a rule of thumb I think is, is good is to sit down with your children, have these conversations, no matter what age they are. 
have these financial conversations if they're young say well what if we could invest this for you in this account and what if it could grow at five percent seven percent eight percent teaching the rule of 72 and how money compounds it'll right. mm-hmm. help those young children and have these conversations in dinner tables and maybe frequently because mm-hmm. they really need to understand the money concepts Right. And I think it's also good to mention the way you did, Carla, because a lot of us, you know, you don't get this thing, these classes right. in school anymore right. like you used to. Mm-hmm. So it is good for right. not only for you to educate yourself as a parent, but then you can go, this is how I'm passing it down to them. So they right. get those good right. habits. Right. And then children have the ability to make those decisions then. Mm-hmm. If you give them the power of the information, um, teach them how money works, mm-hmm. then they have the ability to say, yes, I instead of buying this toy, yes, I'll, I'll put $25, half my birthday money into an account and save it. And I know a right. lot of parents put it in savings accounts, but it doesn't get any earnings in there. So if you can much. sit right. down with someone and have uh, someone like ourselves who can set up the ETMAs or the 529 mm-hmm. plans for college and get them started. And I've sat down with parents and their high school kids and gone through yes. the Rule of 72. or go on, I've gone into classrooms. I know you have right. too, into yes. high school. Cl- high Education. school, I think, is a good time or at least eighth grade they have to be at least old enough to conceptually understand right some things about money and numbers and math and things but it's it's great for them to have some of that information that's one thing i'll say the other thing i'll say is it's good for kids to get it from someone else other than their parents okay which is because i remember even my sister when she was in high school, I remember her coming home and she's heard the rule of 72 tons of times, right? <laughs> right. I know she has, but she heard it from a teacher in high, in school, high school and yes. came home and was excited and said, <laughs> mom, did you know? Da, da, da. I remember you telling me right. that story. And yeah. so, par- you know, kids, we know that they're parent deaf, right? Right. So sometimes it's good. And a lot of times for some of this stuff, it's good to hear it from someone but else. But sometimes they need to hear the basis from the parents. Right. And then that, that have a context and a right. communication about it. And then you can move on from there maybe then they hear it from somewhere else so right. their ears are open to it okay because they've heard it once before so the parents are the mashed potatoes and yes. in school and then other advisors are the gravy <laughs> that go on top of it if so. there is gravy sometimes okay. there's no gravy <laughs> okay. but enough. maybe there's butter at least right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so but that's the, so those are some things those those accounts but also life insurance for your children is yes. an important thing i've seen parents and i've had some clients that they they got life insurance for their kids, right. you know, within a few months of them being born, and they had a child that had all sorts of medical challenges and, and right. issues, and they likely at this point would never have been able to get it for them at right. that point. So right. it's good to get kids a good right rate away. of life insurance right yeah, away right when away. they're babies, right. right? Or get it anytime, you know, if they're in grade school or high school. Mm-hmm. You know, when my kids were in high school. I got them each a good amount of life insurance right away. And then, uh, and mm-hmm. I think I've told the story before, then it's a college graduation. Here's I've your life story. <laughs> Here it is. Here's your payment. $100 yeah, You a get month. a bill. You get your a bill. Happy graduation. Did you pass it on to David I told yet? today. Yeah. I, okay. I, I had breakfast with my boys, two of my boys this morning. And I said, okay, you know, David, now that your life insurance will go to you. So start preparing yeah. for that. It's a payment. Happy this graduation. Is, this is you your graduation much every month now. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. absolutely. But, but, you know, they knew it was coming because at least right. he's the youngest. So he's I like, <sighs> right. Well, like I said, then I have Sam that doesn't want to pay for it anymore. And I said, no, you're keeping it. This is sometimes, sometimes us mothers, we have to just tell our children, this is, this, they're you're in their thirties, right? We're parenting you. We're parenting you yeah. through your thirties and forties. <laughs> 
fun times. So, and then the other thing, though, and this just goes in general, but especially when kids come into the picture, is the estate planning aspect, right? And the wills well, and trusts. Well, even your teenagers in college need to have powers of attorney and power of health care because if something happened to them, you as a parent cannot call the hospital and get any information. So mm-hmm. those powers of attorneys are so important. Right. But one of the aspects when they're kids and children, if something happens to both parents simultaneously, right. the state would decide on the outcome of where the children will be placed. Right. And right. if you have something in place, more often than not, that's what they're going to go with. And unless these are there very are outlying reasonable. circumstances. Right. right. From experience, I can tell people again, they're very reasonable services to go out there and talk mm-hmm. to they're an attorney and get them done. Right. Mm-hmm. Just get your directives mm-hmm. lined up. Keep them in your glove compartment. I, yep. I like that. I do with mine as well. And then you have all your directives there, your power of attorney, power of health care. If something happens, it's right there. Mm-hmm. You have your number one person that you have in mind, number two, next, mm-hmm. if that person can't do it, number three, they're all listed right there. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's shift to then the teenage college years, because a lot of times there's extracurricular things. You could be saving for college. That kind of flows from if you've started 529 plans right. and things. Right. And, uh, well, and people and don't realize, savings. though, too, young families that college, high school, all of that is going to cost money. Right. So if you keep your finances in check when the kids are young mm-hmm. and you have a good cash flow there, spend less than what you make and save, you'll be in a good financial position for high school mm-hmm. and college because there are a lot of a lot more expenses than people think. Right. One thing I will say is that not as common we see high school kids that are working because a lot of them work yes. that they would have a Roth. Okay. So we recommend if they're Absolutely. working, have them save something. It could be $50 a month, and that's usually something right. that they can do, um, is save $50 a month into a Roth. Maybe right. it, they could save more than that, but they could save up to 6000 a year this year now in a Roth. So get them on a path of having a good savings habit. Right. Yeah. It's okay. absolutely critical. And you're, and you're right. You know, we, we people make jokes about how much kids cost, but until you really think about it, like I threw mine in swim lessons, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I didn't think right. to plan ahead to have. <laughs> right. I figured it out, but it never occurred to me when he was younger mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh wait, I'm going right. to pay for this thing every month. You know? <laughs> and how like, much it is? is. <laughs> exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. and then grandparents like myself, right? So sometimes we want to help cover things. So. In a retirement budget, you may need to have a certain amount of money in your retirement budget to help for the 529 plans or help for if you want to cover swimming the lessons, swim lessons or right. the jujitsu or jujitsu yes. or whatever it might be or hockey, hockey. yes, hockey. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't pick hockey. Hockey sounds like a lot of work for both of us. So, but I think those are good tips too, and that also when you're talking about in high school, you're helping them save for whatever mm-hmm. they want, but also helping them potentially right. save for college. Right. You know, because maybe you're yeah. not in a position that you're going to be able right. to pay for everything for right. them to go to college. Right. And we talk about student loans, so we're just passing down. Down right. pa- practices right. that create debt. You know, and right. have conversations with those kids, grade school and high school, and just let them know what you're going to cover for the college education. You know, if it's nothing or if it's half or whatever it is, because then that will give them the anticipation to get a job. Right. If they're going to have to cover half, then just say, you know, if you take out debt, this is your interest. This is what you're going to pay. But then they can start preparing, get jobs or whatever they need to do to prepare. So those are all wonderful conversations to have with even the grade school kids. Prepare them for what they need to do to pay for college if they're going to go to college. And I would also say one of the biggest things you can do is over the course of your lifetime, have an account that's not a retirement account and it's not your savings account 
that's meant for taking money out of. That's a liquid account. We set those up with people all the time. We call them a midterm account because it's something likely that you're going to tap into before retirement. But what that could be for is, is it could be for some of those incidental things along the way that you want to spend money on. And that will allow you to not tap into your retirement account. So it could be for, as we shift into the next category of when the kids become adults, it could be for weddings because we have a lot of people that will say we want to help cover some for the wedding. Right. right. What does that look like? Is that 5,000? Is it 10,000? Is it 25? Is it 50? Is it, 30, you know, what is, oh my God. what is that? Okay. So if you, if you plan on some of those things, you want to have monies there that are not going to be coming out of your retirement. Cause that will have a huge impact on your retirement. Right. So those are all the kinds of things that we help people make sure they have in place and that it's a good idea to do because there's going to be things that you're going to need money for right. with kids. Right. And just just know, too, that if you still have student loans and some of that debt out there, get rid of it. Get an extra job. Get Work part-time somewhere to pay all that stuff off. I know, Ms. Shannon, you were talking about how you paid off your college yes. loans in oh, your 30s. Felt so good. Yes. And you felt so good. But get all that stuff paid off. That's going to be a hindrance in you saving for your future if you mm-hmm. still have that debt hanging out there over your mm-hmm. head. I'm not talking about house debt, but I'm talking about the student loans and car debts or whatever other debt is out there. Get it paid off. Make some extra money. Uh, just just get it done. Well, we have more financial advice coming from you when we come back for our final segment in today's Mom Show. Again, you could call and be part of the conversation at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back from uh, Clear Step Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier, Carl Zebnick-Cypher here on The Mom Show. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon, Cassandra Brazier, and Carla Zevnik Seifer from ClearStep Financial. Happy Mother's Day to everyone Happy out Mother's there. Happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Time is flying. And that think that is just a good uh, way to, uh, to, not only is today flying, but it does fly as a parent. It does. <laughs> and, you know, oh my gosh. You just turn around and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, Carla, I'm sure that you, it, it probably in the midst some days felt like, these kids are going to be yeah. tiny forever. forever, forever. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> but you know, parents, we do feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. We think, how can we handle this our whole life? Right. <laughs> and now you have successfully allowed right. your, 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 your fifth child to yes. release Woo. into the wild. He's out of college now. He's in the so wild. Well <laughs> oh, Davey. <Yeah. laughs> so we're going to help you prepare for all of those years and yes. all of the journey. So we talked about when they were in and, um, we got up to the teenage years, right? Yes, so we right. need to kind of round out what we're so doing the once they get into so weddings and such. Adulthood, I would say once your kids do graduate, get right. out into their first jobs and careers, um, right. make sure, have those conversations with them about their 401ks. Make sure right. that you're talking to them, whatever the match is, that they're putting in at least up to the match. Right. Do they have a Roth 401k option? At their age, they're probably at one of their lowest income points. So it's a great time also. Fund as much as they can towards the Roth that right. they would have access to inside of their 401k. The match will go into the normal 401k bucket, but then they'd have all this money building up in the Roth bucket, which would be great for them over their lifetime. Right. right. And outside of their 401k too, they could set up a Roth as yep. well. Hopefully they did that in high school. Hopefully right? they did. <laughs> when they got their first jobs. <laughs> right, right. But if not, we'll help them catch up. That's mm-hmm. right. So it's good. I mean, it's good to every single year, no matter where you're at in life, if you qualify for a Roth and if it makes sense, because sometimes in different circumstances it doesn't, but Overall, a a lot of the time, I'll say, it does make sense to do a Roth. 
and put in as much as you can up to that maximum. So if you're under 50, the maximum is 6,000 a year now. If you're over 50, it's 7,000. 7, so yeah. you have, and then you have until April 15th of this next year to do it for 2019. Okay. So you have some time and I always encourage put in as much as you can towards that. Right. Right. Maximize if you can as a, one of the first goals. <clears throat> and then also put up to your match in your 401k. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we already kind of talked a little bit about this, but when you then the kids get to adulthood, I would say yeah. if you have adult children, like we were talking about, um, talk to them about life insurance if they're getting ready to get married and they're having their own kids because you want them to too also know that it's important to make sure you're taking care of the family that you're creating right. and the kids. And then as a grandparent, do you want to then, like she was saying, start those college funds or some of those types of accounts for the grandkids. Right. 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 Yeah. Grandchildren can be expensive. What? <laughs> you, what think? Right. You, think you're, you think you're finished when your children leave the house. <laughs> and I think that it's always, I mean, that's the goal is that we want to get all of our, my talkers into a position where they can do this, that they could have the, at least be part of the conversation of, do right. you want to gift this amount of money mm-hmm, to your right. grandkids? Do right. you want to be able to help set this up? for for younger people. Well, right. you talk to some people, even like my sister. Nieces and nephews are expensive, yes, right? They are. Okay. She, they are. she dotes on those kids she a lot. Does. She's very generous. Thank you, Aunt Angela. So you don't have to be a parent or a mom or a grandparent, right, to have right. kids in your life that you want to be able to to be generous with. So again, right. it's this is a celebration today of all those who have children in their life or are parenting or mothering on right. some level. Right. And, and, and I know I know mothers or people that are single women that right. that take care under their wing. They have right. they have friends and family that they help support as well, right. which is wonderful. Right. So so it's so, so there are reasons that you may want to know some of this information whether you have kids or not. Right. So as we're wrapping up, when we are talking to, I mean, I like to kind of sum up what it's like to work through having a financial advisor, because I think that there's a lot of misconceptions and you don't really understand what the title and what it is that you guys do as that kind of coach. Mm -hmm. So when I come and I see you and I'm like, okay, I'm either a mom or I am a mom to all of my my fur friends, whatever. I'm a mom to the universe, <laughs> right. and I'm going to sit down with the folks over at Clearstone Financial. What are what are the expectations well, that I should have? You know, I think one of the biggest concerns people have are the fees. And right, Cassandra. Why don't you explain how we get paid? So basically, and this is something that it comes up because we'll go through and we do a complimentary consultation, right? So mm-hmm. we'll sit down with people and just get an idea right. of their situation, and it gives us an idea to know: Do we see some areas that we can help people with? So that's right. the first step. And so once we go through all their information, then we'll set up another time if it makes sense and then go through and go and then really take the time to go into all the numbers and things right. that they work with and to to look at what their retirement numbers would be and getting there. And so the way we get paid, um, we're in a circumstance where we have a number of different licenses um, a lot right. of advisors will have a six and sixty-three if they're or a seven, and they work with things in general. And that is that a are, fiduciary, by the way. Right. That's so commission based. We, we we are fiduciaries, but we have additional licenses, like she just mentioned. That a sixty-five or sixty-six is what holds you to a higher standard in the industry. Right. So when we're sitting down and looking at people's financial pictures, 
we're held to a standard where you have to, it has to be in the best interest of the client. Right. It can't be, we're going to make the most money here, or this is going to pay the most over right. time here. It has to be in the best interest and it has to be in the best interest ongoing, not just today. Right. Cause I've heard from a lot of people too, that we sit down with, we did this X amount of years ago, but we never heard from them again. Right. And right. so there are things that we're working with that we, we, we need to be able to be in contact with you. And when things change, we need to know because right. we need to make those adjustments to make right. sure that things continue to be in your best interest. Right. So we get paid by companies that we work with. And like I said, right. our licensing and our compliance holds us to that standard that they, that's why we have to gather right. some information from people right. to show our compliance. Right. This is in their best interest. That's why we're doing this. Right. And so when people meet with us and sit down with us, um, they don't pay us. They don't write out a check. There's not a retainer. We get paid by right. those different companies that we work with. So we do make money too. And it's like most advisors out there that they get paid by the companies. It's it's a set rate for most companies that are out there of what the advisor gets right. paid. It goes to the broker dealer and then they get paid based on what their contract is. Right. Um, so, so it's, I think it's a nice scenario because right. people don't have the burden of how much is it going right. to cost exactly. me. I don't, I don't have right. assistance. I don't have right. an extra however much they think it's going to be. Right. right. Um, but it's a great education. It is such it a is. great education. And I was, we were talking about this too, is that well, last that's our year. our focus, right? Is educating, our, educating and teaching yeah. about money. That's our mission. But USB did a survey last year of 1,400 people who were over 18 and then were married. And, it, and they said 56% of married women leave all the financial investment decisions up to their husband. Right. And at some point in time, if there's a 50% divorce rate, right. they're going to be handling their monies. Most or if there's a well. widow, right? If they become right. a widower, then they're right. going to be handling their monies. Right. And quite often there's financial surprises that they didn't realize were there right. or that they just didn't understand. So, so, so it's get a good involved. time. Get right. involved. As a woman, get involved in the, not just the bill paying, because that's what women do, right? Mm-hmm. We Women, most women will pay the bills, but it's also getting involved in the financial decisions. Yeah, just go to our website and yep. give, reach out to us, clearstepfinancial.com. Or call, call. We love to get phone calls. <laughs> and the number again Set is? up a time. It's 651-600-0855. We'd love to hear from you. And listen to this episode and previous episodes at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom show. And happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>